Hey fans, before we get going, just wanted to send out a reminder that you can head to anchor.fm slash Wolverine Sounds, where you can choose to support this podcast, or you can send us voice messages. We certainly appreciate either, so head over to anchor.fm slash Wolverine Sounds. Please show us some love. Now let's get on to the show. Welcome to episode 102 of the Go Blue Crew. Michigan is coming off of a 38-7 win at Maryland. Any um, worries of a, of a letdown game after an emotional win against Notre Dame were, were pretty much put to rest right away with Giles Jackson's 97-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Derek, I'll be honest, I didn't get to watch this one live. I watched it uh, Sunday morning, but I looked at my phone on the ESPN app and I saw that like 11 seconds into the game, Michigan was up 7-0. And I was like, well, either Maryland fumbled the opening kickoff and, and Michigan returned it for a touchdown, or Michigan got the opening kickoff and returned it for a touchdown. Either way, that pretty much set the tone for the rest of the game. And, and now we have a bye week to wait on Michigan State. So before we get into uh, too, too specific stuff here with the Spartans, just you know, what, what kind of stuff impressed you with Maryland? Well, I was in a little bit of a similar boat for the second half. Um, I wasn't able to watch the second half. I guess I listened to most of the third quarter, so I heard a couple of the touchdowns. But, yeah, I was able to see um, the the opening kickoff return. I mean, it was obviously uh, a fast start uh, compared to some games this, this season, and that's what we really liked against Notre Dame, too, is you, you came out and you, you scored more points than the opponent early. Um, and you don't have to worry about coming back when you can get out to a big lead. I don't think that the Maryland game was great in terms of, like, I, I do think that Michigan could still play better, and hopefully that better comes against Michigan State, or I'm looking at an Ohio State, obviously, to end the season. Uh, but you did enough to win the game, a little bit of a slower second half, uh, keep keep Maryland from being efficient within the, the red zone. And so I think that, I mean, a win is a win, and it's definitely uh, better than, than a close victory or even letting uh, Maryland score in bunches like Michigan allowed Illinois to a few weeks back. So I think the bye week comes at a good time. It's weird because every team has two byes. I think Saturday was especially weird because it seemed like so many teams in the Big Ten were off. Um, and so just kind of an interesting season uh, with all the, the bye weeks for the teams. And so I, I think it was a good win, and I just really hope that uh, – between Notre Dame and in between the, the things that were good in this Maryland game that Michigan can carry something into to Ann Arbor when, when Michigan State comes to town and just blast them. I mean, that's that's all fans can really uh, wish for at this point is just a complete beatdown, and especially with the way the Spartan season is going. Uh, I, I would like to see at least what happened in the Michigan-Maryland game, if not even more of a dominating performance, but likely because of a rivalry game. It's not going to be that way. Well, the defense was suffocating against against Maryland. the The front four, front three, whatever. You know, Michigan alternates their looks, but um, not a lot of depth up there. But but when they have those those guys in, like the rock solid guys, like Aiden Hutchinson, Carla Kemp, you know, like they're they're just so good. Especially Aiden Hutchinson, he he seems to be batting down like a ball or two a game. 
I don't know why teams continue to try to get balls out into the flat quickly on his side because he's getting his huge hand up there and knocking them down. And I can't remember if if it's uh, turned into an interception yet where, you know, ball flies up in the air and it's it's anybody's. But it seems like that's the inevitable result at some point. I mean, Michigan is going to be able to create a turnover off of this at some point. You'd, of course, like it to come against uh, Ohio State or, or Michigan State. Or, or shoot, like Indiana's looking really good. I know we'll talk about them in a couple weeks, but but Indiana's a team that always scares you. And now, like, they're, they're pretty legit this year. Are you worried at all about a bye week going into the Michigan State week? Because Michigan had a bye before playing Wisconsin and looked terrible. Didn't seem to help. Do you worry the same thing could happen now? Yeah, I, I feel like I can – I can't think of the specific examples, but I feel like this year is not the only time Michigan's come off of a bye and just looked completely unprepared. And Wisconsin came at a different point in the season. I don't think a lot of people – had high ex- I mean, we all had high expectations, but after seeing uh, the result against Army, I think people definitely had some worries. Uh, you thought that that bye week at the time would be a good time to fix things and figure out what's going on, but obviously that's easier said than done. I mean, when you're in a practice, you're obviously not getting the, the live reps, especially not on the road uh, at a place like Camp Randall. And so, that did come at a different point of the season where I think there was a lot more to be disappointed about. So hopefully with the progress we've seen the offense make, specifically the way the defense has really turned it on in classic fashion, I'm hoping that this bye week is just good rest to allow some guys to remain healthy, rest up if need be, and and then just kind of tune up some things that they need to be a little bit sharper with. Uh, so I don't have the same worry as going into the Wisconsin game, but you know it doesn't seem like Michigan plays that well after a weekend of rest. Well, also, you know, along with that bye week, Michigan was coming off of a 24-21 double overtime win against Army. And so there was reason to be skeptical against Wisconsin. I think I texted you after that Army game, and I was like, I've never been so happy for a bye week. You know, especially early in the season, that bye week comes, and usually you're like, ah, oh, crap, Like you know, I just really want to watch Michigan football. That time it was like, thank God, I do not want to watch Michigan this week. I just want to sit down and enjoy some college football. To their credit, they're a different team now. Um, of course, you know, coaches, players kind of, uh, they, they, they speak it into existence. It doesn't always come true, but this time it, it pretty much came true. The, the Wolverines are a different team. And you know what, Derek, I almost forgot to mention and remind everyone that we're giving away, a, uh, I almost said 100 a $50 gift card. <laughs> it is not $100. Let me be very clear. Let me say this again. It is not $100. It is 50 100 divided by two. $50 Emden gift card. You can go back to episode 100, which is why we're doing this, to figure out how to get involved in that. You'll want to do that before the Michigan State game, though. I will, I will tell you that. That's when... We'll end this thing and, and give away a $50 MDEN gift card. So looking at, at Michigan State, this is obviously um, a down Spartans team, four and four. Honestly, just you know, trying to get into a bowl game at this point. They need to they need to beat some combination of Illinois, Rutgers, and Maryland if they're gonna lose to Michigan. But to get into a bowl game, they need to win you know two games to get to six. But um, obviously, Michigan State is just traditionally a tough out 
when especially when it comes to to better teams and you know Michigan has certainly been able to testify to that so do you put much stock into Michigan State being four and four and not looking very good you know it's hard because I think of a year where we talked about this I think the last episode where they were what three and nine in the season I can't remember what they were at that point Lenny's joining us today it's been a while since he's made an appearance so thank you uh, Lenny He's uh, real big on, on the Michigan-Michigan State matchup. But I think that if you look back to the year they went 3-9, and nine, I think the, what, the final score was 21-7 or 20-something because I know that Jabril Peppers returned the, the two-point conversion there at the end before he slipped and fell in front of all the MSU student section fans. Um, that was a game where it felt like, because of how bad Michigan State had looked, that Michigan should have blown them out of the water, especially with the talent on the 2016 team. So I don't usually love to look at records uh, when I when I look into rivalry games. I mean, I would like to think that uh, even though Ohio State's clearly the better team this year, that Michigan would have a chance to, to upset Ohio State. And I think that Michigan State just seems to play – a uh, different brand of football when playing against Michigan, whether it's home or on the road. And so whether the record is they're undefeated or they're four and four, uh, I don't know if it matters. Now I will say the talent gap seems to be more obvious over the last few years. And I think it will continue to spread or at least uh, stay the same. So it's going to be a, probably a close game just because that's the reality of a rivalry game. And if Michigan's coming off this by and they don't look sharp and they don't get out to a fast start, that state defense is good uh, and will provide some challenges for Shea Patterson in the offense. So I do think it's a game that Michigan should win handily, but I guess we'll see what the, what the spread is. I don't even think Michigan will be favored by as much as you'd maybe think, at least comparing the two teams talent-wise and record-wise. How close are you to East Lansing? I am probably about 35 minutes or miles to East Lansing and probably 40 to Ann Arbor. All right, okay. So you could go to Michigan State versus Illinois on Saturday for guess how much? Guess how much a ticket is, a low ticket. You know, it, you could go to Michigan Appalachian State, and this is nothing against the basketball program it's just an early game and during the week and against a low tier opponent for six bucks so my guess is it's more expensive to go to michigan app state basketball which again we're recording this on a tuesday evening before the game than it is to go to michigan illinois michigan state illinois uh it is two dollars more expensive to get to the football game darn i was really hoping that would work (laughs) you're close so eight bucks yeah Eight bucks, you could get into Michigan State, Illinois. And shoot, like you said, it's Tuesday. We got a long way to go. I bet I bet if you wait this thing out, somebody might just give you their ticket. Somebody might just like, you know, what do you have on you? A couple quarters and a dime, like good enough, let's trade. Have fun watching Michigan State and, and Illinois. Okay, so one thing that I would really, really, really love to see from Michigan against Michigan State in a couple weeks is some more downfield shots, which is something we talk talk about all the time. It's like one of the biggest wishes of the Michigan fan base this season. But Michigan State doesn't defend that stuff very well. And Michigan has a few like really great deep threats just sitting out there waiting. They get an opportunity a game, it seems like. Um, if if Michigan is gonna like really take advantage of, of that of that talent gap, 
it seems like this would be the game to do it. Like go out there against your rival, leave nothing to chance and just let your best players go and make plays. Do you think uh, there's any chance that actually happens? I sure hope so. I mean, I, I don't think that there's anything that I can think of that would make me happier than, or make fans in general happier than Michigan just throwing the ball downfield to Nico Collins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, whoever the receiver may be, just often and, and at high success rate. I would love to see that. And it, it was the, the game last year where um, Shea Patterson found Donovan Peoples-Jones to kind of open it up. Uh, make it 14-7. And so, I mean, that's a great example of uh, a big play that happened, a shot down the sideline. And so I would love to see a bunch of that as much as possible. I mean, I know that that's something that fans have been craving every game, even when they see it during the game. Um, They want more of it. Or when it finally happens in the second half, they wonder where it was. So, I mean, if it's working, uh, I would do it early and I would do it often. And I think that would really help put the Spartans away. Uh, rather quickly okay so just because i don't know what our situation will be exactly next week it's never a guarantee that we'll find time to record and we could be talking about basketball i think we should do our score prediction for the michigan michigan state game are you okay with that yeah okay I'll, i'll go first here give you a couple seconds to formulate an opinion i'm gonna take michigan 28 13 I think you're right that the when the spread comes out on this one, it, it may not be as big as what some Michigan fans would like to see. And I think Michigan State will play Michigan tough, as they normally do. I just wouldn't count on the Wolverines running away with this one. Although I, I do think it'll be one of those games where 28-13 does more justice to Michigan State because you, you'll watch it and think uh, you know I don't think it was ever that close so what are you thinking I was gonna say 31 17 uh and a late score for Michigan State's kind of what I had in mind uh whether it's uh, a field goal or a, or a late touchdown similar to where Maryland got down and had a chance to score late it seems like teams are able to score late on Michigan or Dame did the same thing and that game was a blowout. So I think that, you know, it's getting colder. It's, it is going to be a, a challenging game because Michigan State um, does have um, a good defense, even though they are susceptible to the pass and, and losing uh, uh, Mr. PED uh, is obviously a big blow to the, to the Spartans. But I think that it will be a, a 31 to maybe 10 game late and the Spartans will find a way to get on the board again to make it look again closer than, than the reality of the game. But I am pretty confident that Michigan will win. And if they don't, then, I mean, you're going to take a mix of what we got early in the season with fans being disappointed with the performances in general and then add in that rival conversation. And I honestly think that worst-case scenario for the season is obviously losing to Michigan State, especially the Spartan team and, and where they sit right now. Well, if you want to go scout Michigan State, you can do that for as low as $8, apparently. And then you can uh, come back and report to to the coaches in Ann Arbor. Let them know what you see. I'm sure they would appreciate your feedback. Michigan is off this week. You can take the downtime to go back to episode number 100 and figure out how you can get involved in this $50 MDIN gift card giveaway, which will end when Michigan plays Michigan State in a couple weeks. So thanks for listening, and go blue. Go blue.